You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Thanks, Freddie. This is how you Freddie taste and Harry. I'm Freddie. It's called Meet Harry Douglas together on the ESPN app. So you're texting Channel 80 on the smart speaker. The play ESPN Radio. We're calling the NFL this week and show me something Sunday in the NFL. We want to hear from you at 888-ESPN-8872937. On the Dr. Pepper call line, who better show you something this week in the NFL? From my standpoint, he didn't bring us two wonderful, beautiful boys today. When it comes to Minnesota, we almost did not let him story right now. Maybe the best field good story in the NFL. For football league, been with Minnesota. They got I had a Kirk Cousins have an injury. They're two and zero. Can he continue against a Broncos defense that has played a lot better lately? And the Broncos team, Harry, that's probably played a lot better lately. Hey, Josh Dobbs, the national spotlight Sunday Night Football on NBC. You got to show me something, Mr. Pastor. Not Joe Burrow's a tough individual. Now, I will say this for the Minnesota Vikings, a team that started 0 3. I think with the start that they've had, they're sitting right where they want to be. And I think they control everything in front of them if they just go out there and win. That's part of the reason why, you know, the front office, along with Kevin Stefanski, decided that we need to go out and get a quarterback. And that's why they were able to get Joshua Dobbs. But. He, he had a phenomenal first two games. Now you're going against a Denver Broncos defense in which the last three or four games have been phenomenal, creating turnovers. But Joshua Dobbs, I, I, I like where he is as a football player from a physical standpoint and also mental. You heard Jake Brown about the Cameron in Kentucky. Thanks for hitting us up in Atlanta Bourbon and also Kentucky Derby at 88-729-3776. Cameron, I'll show me something Sunday in the NFL. Who has to show you something? I get excited about this opportunity. Show Why? me something Why? is the Denver Broncos coming this. off three straight victories. Six of the next the seven Pack, games. So seven games left Chiefs in the season. Bills. They six have of them Showtime, are against AFC opponents. Sunday night primetime game against the Five Vikings. Five of those six Brand new AFC field laid out by Greg Center. I like to see that Denver D of the Bengals. Uh, continue with and the so momentum and show the world that, that you're back to 500 and get back to their winning ways. Also, you beat the Steelers. That helps you. the whole thing. Cameron, you made some great points about how this Broncos team now has an identity. We're going to run the football, not turn over the football. How do we and get the, the defense is starting to look like that defense last year. That was a top a 10, top 12 defense. Have a For, forcing win. turnovers, creating those kind of plays. I like what Cam had to say win, about, hey, win, Denver Broncos, like show me something on Sunday Night Football versus get, Minnesota. Yeah, also, you know, Russell Wilson was able to show us the flashes of the old Russell Wilson. So. No doubt about it. In parts of that football game, that they just beat the Buffalo Bills on the national TV. Ryan in Michigan, who has to show you something this weekend or show me something Sunday in the NFL? What he said reminded me of what Hey, guys. Uh, first of all, thanks for taking my call. I love you guys. Energy is a perfect way to end my workday. Thank you, bro. Philosophy, yeah, no problem. But also, uh, every one of those Anderson other Williams, players he's got to show me something. That hey, the uh, season is not over just because everyone season, else obviously says it is. We control didn't see this. him for a majority of the season. No, I, I, I up again this. on suspension when, this when year, and the most impressive thing we've seen from him so far is that blocking. I did see last night. I was like, okay, <laughs> coaching staff keeps talking <laughs> about, bad. you know, right? It led me to how excited they are to see him progress. They're giving him chances, and when passes are coming, he's dropping. Trying to go back and. 
Yeah, I would say this about Jamison Williams. He's definitely going to have to start stepping up things a little bit more. But I understand when it comes to Dan Campbell that he's not going to go out there and just say, hey, we're going to feature Jamison Williams. Their identity is number one, running the football. And then that relationship between Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown, they're not going to dismantle that to make Jamison Williams happy. He's going to have to come along and do it at a pace in which he can fit in. He's got to get along to get along. Let's put it that way. James Wood, especially the top 15 pick by the him. Detroit Lions, they are expecting a lot more ROI return on investment, what they have not seen so well, far. No, Michael in Reno on the Show Me Something Sunday in the NFL, who has yeah, to show you something. You, you talked about the first play of the game. The the passing CLC through. Talk about one of the last passes the threw the touchdown to Jamar Chase. And their defense. The last game they played was absolute bonkers. And so they should have blew out the damn commander. They shouldn't have let them hang around like they did. What we saw is yeah, you're 100% right, Michael. I was able to call that game with Roxy Bernstein, and I couldn't help but really be upset I mean, at the Seattle Seahawks and how they were searching for the big play all the time. Mm-hmm. But when they went a little tempo, like, when they started just taking what the defense the gave them, yeah. they started to have that success offensively. Geno Smith had some blemishes in that game as well at the quarterback position. Got to be better moving forward because who they got this week? They got the Rams. The Rams already beat them the first game of the year. And then the 49ers and Cowboys after that. I'm glad both of you guys said about the Seattle Seahawks because even though they're a winning team right now, something's missing. I was not I was not impressed, I promise you. Yeah, I I can see why. I was watching that game as well, and the commanders weren't doing anything of great shakes, but it seemed like they had them off balance, had them off kilter. And they're a more a talented team than Washington Commanders. There's something missing even from that team that is 6-3 and three and has a really so, yes, good record so far is, man, after the first nine games. Things. Keep weighing in. Who needs to show you something on NFL Show Me Something Sunday? You know, we take your calls at 888-729-3776. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. an opportunity for Jake Browning to make a name for himself because of his play and also the guys around him elevating theirs. I'm going to play some of what you just said. By the way, Sam Acho, hit him on Twitter, at the Sam Acho, ESPN football analyst in studio, like he is each and every Friday around this time on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio because Zach Taylor says, hey, we know Joe Burrow's gone, but. So that's the news. And, and uh, you know, just talking to guys on the team, uh, excited to rally around Jake. And we've got a lot of great players on this team. And so um, excited to see this team really band together for these last seven weeks and, and find a way, you know, and so. Uh, we're excited for that opportunity, but obviously disappointed for Joe. Talk about spreading the message the right way. There was no woe is us, what you just heard from the coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, despite the fact that Joe Burrow would not be a part of that us the rest of the regular season. Sam. Not even a hint of woe is us, of woe is me. Yes, you did hear that piece of uh, obviously disappointed for Joe, but I heard at least two, maybe even three, excited how are you gonna be excited when your first when your star quarterback gets injured? Why? Because right. this is what football's all about. Right. It's about the next man up. This is about I mean, we how did Tom Brady get his start? He was a next man up. How did I get it? Anybody play? They, it's that's what this game is about. And the best coaches I've been around have that kind of mentality. As a player, you may not know how to man, sure. as a player, man, if I'm Jamar Chase, man, Joe's down, whatever. Human nature. Human nature. But coaches try to eliminate that human nature and live above human nature. And that's what I heard from that. If I'm if I'm locker room, I'm like, man, this is an opportunity. Even if there was a little bit of doubt, like right. all you need is somebody to give you a little bit of hope. And I think what we saw, the tiny we saw from Jake, but also what we're hearing from their coach, and who we know we have on our roster, and who we know we have on our schedule, I have a lot of hope. Okay, I want to hear what you. 
I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Joe Burrow had a chance to speak not too long ago to Bengals quarterback out for the season with that torn ligament in his wrist. Check out what he had to say about losing this season and if he believes his career is in doubt with all the injuries he's suffered so far in his young NFL career. Yeah, it's tough. You know, you work you work so hard for for seasons and moments like these, so when you know, whenever you get hurt and it it ends it early, it's it's tough to tough to handle, but you know, that's part of the game. Been through it before, so just gotta grind it out. No, I'm just gonna treat it like like anything else. You know, you analyze the situation, go through the the process of what it's gonna take to get back, and you go and do it. That's all you can do. There's stuff you draw from. I mean, the ACL, that process, how you were able to handle it and come through. Stuff you draw from that that feels like it can help you, you know, come out of this uh, with a, a good mindset. Yeah, I've you know I've been through stuff like this before, so it's nothing new. You know, like I said, it's football, stuff like this happens. No, I will say this. As bad as it is for him to have so many injuries early in his, his young career, the flip side of that, though, too, when you go, when you come back from gruesome things that he's come back from, like that ACL, MCL, meniscus, PCL, I had that same injury minus the PCL, and a, a bone fracture in place of the PCL part. Bro, after getting through that, there's literally nothing I felt like I could not get through in life. Mm -hmm. So your mindset when something else bad happens to you and an injury occurs, when you've already been through the worst of them, you're, you're good mentally. And you hear that in Joe Burrow's voice. Is he upset that he got hurt? Oh, hell yes. Of course he's going to be upset that he's hurt because he can't be out there with his guys. But he knows how to deal with this process and get through it and thrive when he's back from it as well. And that part, yes, the Joe Burrow piece is important. But what's also important is two things. One, I go back to what I heard from their head coach, Zach Taylor. He said, I'm excited to see how they band together. But then the other part, too, is how does this next game look mm-hmm. against Pittsburgh? Right. How does how does Jake Browning look against a really good Pittsburgh Steelers defense? How does Jamar Chase mesh with his new quarterback? How do the other receivers build that kind of chemistry? If you listen to Patrick Mahomes talk about Travis Kelsey, he talks about, hey, we're like brothers. He said, man, our families, I consider him like family. Our families are, it's almost like they're one family. And that's, of course, years and years of playing together. But you have to get that now. And if you do, and if you find a way to sneak past Pittsburgh and find a way to overcome Jacksonville and find, I mean, I'm just, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure I sound, it sounds like, you know, glass half full, whatever. No, bro, but it's, it's but reality I, too, because yeah. it's, as much as it's the bad side of things and, you know, how sometimes we think about the worst, there's also a good side of that and what actually could happen in a brighter way for the Cincinnati Bengals too. It's yeah. two sides to it. Yeah, in 20, I think it was 2014, mm-hmm. my, my last year in Arizona, fourth year in the NFL, we'd signed, Carson Palmer mm. and it was like Carson Palmer. No, the Carson Palmer led us to like, he, we yes. were, I think we were nine and one or eight and one or something like that. Playing strong. Carson goes down and we're like, man, like it could have been a woe is me, but our head coach, Bruce Arians, next man up. All he had ever taught and preached for the entire season was next man up. We had some other injuries, but then it's like, this is our quarterback. He'd been playing at an MVP level that season. I don't know what his stats were, but they were MVP caliber. Then boom, knee, go, knee gets injured. Next man up. Well, boom, we go to Drew Stanton, who's our backup quarterback. He actually came in the season, thought he was going to be the starter or the year before, and then we got Carson, whatever. And we we find ways to win, mm-hmm. but then Drew goes down. Right. What does he say? Next man up. 
at this point, we're like, first it was like, man, how do we go Carson? But, it, man, we found ways to rally together defensively, offensively, special teams, scoring with on, on punt returns. Uh-huh. Next man up, then we go to our third quarterback, Ryan Lindley. And we made the playoffs with that, you know, it's with him. And so my point is, as as nonsensical as it may sound, yes, we have to see it. The proof is in the pudding. But Chase, Higgins, boy, when everybody healthy, Hubbard on the defensive side of the ball, this is an opportunity to write a story and to band together and let, let like, I'll give me that noise. Give us the doubt. Give us the thing. Now, if you get if that doubt gets inside of you, that's different, right? Right. I didn't yeah. love some body yeah. language yesterday from some of the players. Sure, right. Yeah, which is understandable. Expect, understandable. But all of a sudden, if 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 that changes, people will forget real quick of who you don't have and remember who you do. Yeah. So stick stick right there, really quick though, Sam, mm-hmm. because I think what's important now for people like Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Boyd, Joe Mixon, because of where they stand on on Cincinnati's offense. I think if things don't go great early against Pittsburgh when they play their next opponent, their reactions is important. Mm -hmm. Very important to a young quarterback that's watching those actions. Because I've seen it with Devontae Adams when Jordan Love came in versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And and Devontae Adams, I I, I love him, but his body language – wasn't the best when Jordan Love was passing him the football, and Jordan Love could see those type of things. That's real, and, and also leadership. Yep. Even listening to Joe Burrow in that interview, oh how devastating! He's like, oh, I've been through it before. Mm-hmm. I'll go through it again. And listen to his interview. Are you t- the next Tom Brady? Are you the next Patrick? He said, I'm, 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 I'm me. I feel like I have. This is an interview from last year. He was saying, man, I feel like I have the best of certain people's attributes, but I'm, I'm me. I'm, I'm Joe Burrow. I'm not anybody else. That's leadership. That's confidence. Who's going to step up in that role? Right. Who's going and, to be that soul? Yeah. Who's Cause it's, you can't, if you weren't in it before, it's hard to just, it's, it's week 10, 11, 12. It's hard yeah. to just automatically, you were the quiet leader. Now you're going to step up and start talking at a receiver running back. No, somebody, and maybe it is Jake Browning, right? Out of Washington, the, you know, Huskies at quarterback. Maybe it is him, but somebody needs to, I'm not saying overly be like aggressive, assertive, and I'm the leader now, right? I'm, mm-hmm. What is that in the movie? Yeah. I'm the captain yeah. now. Look at, look, 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 look at me, I is. No, he's, I, no, I'm he's, the captain he's, now. He's, he's, look at, look at, look at to me. <laughs> bro, that was one of my favorite lines, bro. <laughs> yes. Like, he said, he said, look at, look at to me. Uh, look at, look, look from, at. To me. From Captain Phillips, fantastic movie. I, I'm the captain now. Yes. Yeah. I wa- like. I want to see that. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a little kid. I'm being a little kid right now, but like. I want to see that from somebody. Maybe it's not Jamar Chase. Yes. Maybe it's not he. Maybe maybe somebody on defense. Separate, but I want to see like maybe it's Jake Browning. Yeah. And not in that you know braggadocious way, but right. like, mm-hmm. hey man, take ownership. That same bravado that you have, don't let it change. Yeah. Oh, great stuff. Sam Macho, ESPN Football Analyst. Great follow on Twitter at the Sam Macho on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Well, Michigan will have their captain now for another <laughs> game when it comes to Jim Harbaugh, their head coach. He decided to give her the ghost. He's not going to pursue an injunction. He's not going to be out there for Maryland or Ohio State next week, but they went out to get a chance to go to the Big Ten Championship game. He'll be back in the sidelines. But they fired their linebackers coach, Chris Partridge, and they said it had nothing to do with him and the investigation being a part of the whole sign-stealing thing. A lot of people go, hmm, what does Sam Acho think about that? Oh, well, two things. One, I think the Big Ten said to Jim Harbaugh and the lawyer, Luke got to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the captain now. That's what the Big Ten said. You saw the statement. Remember last week when we were on the show when the statement was out and, the, and Harbaugh and lawyers were, you know, we'll, we'll fight this and all this and all that, and they don't have any proof of it. All of a sudden, yesterday, mm-hmm. it was like, well, we agree. with <laughs> Luke got to me. Luke, Luke got to me. <laughs> exactly. I'm the captain now. Uh, and so I think that part one 
Uh, and then part two, I, there are reports available that said that there mm-hmm. is some type of correlation. Absolutely. Not necessarily with him being with him stealing signs, but him destroying evidence. Evidence, right. Yep. Him yeah. destroy when this yeah. investigation started, this coach decided to destroy according to reports, mm-hmm. destroyed evidence. Mm-hmm. That's computers, cell phones. Mm. When they, when there's an investigation. Wow. You go on social media, do some investigation of your own, you start seeing pictures of of this coach and Connor Stallions and Stallions saying on the picture, man, thank you for the opportunity. You know, you, you're the reason that I'm here. Like this, I'm, it's just there. It ain't, you know what I mean? Yeah, not a long walk across the barnyard. It ain't that far. You, ain't, you know, what did uh, Deion say? I ain't hard to, Coach Brown, I ain't hard to find. Yeah. This, this yep. stuff ain't hard to find. Yeah. Now, they're trying to scrub it out. Some of the stuff, you Uncle T, you go look, Uncle T. I'm, it's, it's trending. <laughs> right yeah. so, Uncle T, I know. Apparently, some booster somebody uh-huh. was funding a lot of this. So, mm-hmm. my point is this. What is my point? My point is this is getting worse. Yes. Right? Like, people say, you know, people say it could be, it's getting worse. And three, how many weeks ago when this first started, I remember saying, man, I think this is just the beginning. Always is. And then it's like, no, no, you know, they don't have anything on us. And Michigan versus everybody. It's getting worse. They just fired their linebacker coach. Mm -hmm. The The day day before a game. The day before a game. The day after Harbaugh just accepted a three-game penalty that he first was going to fight. Soon, not long after that, Connor Stallions resigned from his position, mm-hmm. and then went on and said, "Well, it's because I want to do what's best for the team, and mm-hmm. I'll still be cheering you on." And I, it's like he didn't disassociate himself. He said, "I want to. That's that's I'm a that's what a true leader, quote unquote. I'm going to do this what's best for the team, and I still I'm on it. I don't want to be a distraction." That sounds like I'm still part of the team. Absolutely. Yep. Right? So it ain't Michigan yep. versus everybody. It's Michigan versus Michigan. <laughs> yeah, Michigan versus, versus their head coach, versus the uh, OC or whatever. Versus the, uh, what's it called? This linebacker coach versus uh-huh. Stallions versus. So I'm going to stop. I need to stop. So I, I did want to ask stop. you, though, how, how impressive would it be to the committee if Michigan was able to remain undefeated without Harbaugh? It will be very impressive. And this is me. This is me talking, not, you know, whatever. But, like, I wonder – when the human element does start to play into it, mm-hmm. if it does. Because I understand that the committee's charge is to only judge teams that are eligible to compete. Right. I don't care about off-the-field stuff. If you're eligible, we judge you by what we're eligible of right. or for. But then I'm like, man, like this report gets – it seems like getting worse and worse. And with the linebacker coach now, maybe there's going to be more. And then Harbaugh. I, I, I just – I wonder if that will play a part. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, Harry, it would be extremely impressive for Michigan to – to not necessarily beat Maryland without their head coach, right? But to go and beat Ohio State mm-hmm. without their head coach and without whoever else was helped without their linebacker coach, without Connor. St- Connor Stallions was on the sideline, y'all. Yeah. He was talking to right next to the OC and the DC. There's video and pictures. So like without without him, I don't know if that's the right way. To, that's not the right way to say. It, but I'm saying it would be impressive to do this without their head coach. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting because I've said this before, Sam, and I'll say it again. When we hear something, we're getting like page one or page two. We still have pages to go before any other things become public. And we got another page of that when it comes to the linebackers, coach being fired and everything else out in the open. Believe me, this is far from over in gar- regarding Michigan and allegations and what they're going to do on the field to try to combat that. Always a pleasure to see you, brother, man. By the way, have a happy Thanksgiving, you and your family. You have a great holiday, too. Look out to me. Always. <laughs> He's always the captain. Look out to me. <laughs> have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> Sam, you're a trip, man. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Sam Acho, ESPN Football Alan's Great follow on Twitter at the Sam Acho. He was on Freddie and Harry. Thanks to Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable, especially with the captain now. So get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. 
all your protection in one place. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. Keep weighing in on the Dr. Pepper call on the line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. We want to find out from you. Who is the most cursed franchise in pro sports? 888-729-3776. And speaking of being cursed, that brings the Buffalo Bills on a show me Sunday in the National Football League. They better not lose to the Jets. What Uh-oh. other team is in the same position on show me something Sunday in the NFL? We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. The ESPN app. Tomorrow on ESPN Radio, it's a critical showdown in the Pac-12. Undefeated Washington looks to keep their playoff dreams alive when they face Oregon State, who are alive in the fight for an appearance in the Pac-12 championship game. Coverage begins tomorrow at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Dr. Pepper. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for being here on Love Friday, known as Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're calling this Sunday the National Football League. Show me something Sunday. Who, in your opinion, better do that or else? It could be a coach. It could be a player. It could be a team. It could be a fan. It could be anybody. But who has to show you something this weekend, this Sunday in the NFL? Let us know in the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You'll hear what we have to say in a couple of minutes, part of who has to show us something on Show Me Something Sunday in the NFL. I don't think the Buffalo Bills can be out of that conversation there, Harry Douglas. They, I'm saying this is a Jets fan. I don't have to worry about putting any kind of pressure on them. They got enough on their plate. But they bet not. Not better. They bet not. Lose to the New York Jets on Sunday. I don't know if any other team is in that kind of position that that's a game that you can't possibly lose if you're a team that's had so much turmoil since losing to the Denver Broncos four days ago on Monday Night Football. No, I, I, and if they have any dreams and aspirations to making the playoffs, 
they have to win this football game over the Jets, right? The Jets already beat them on Monday night, opening night, September 11th. Everybody was watching that football game. A lot had to do with Aaron Rodgers. He got hurt. Mm -hmm. But Josh Allen turned the football over four times. And I will say this, Freddie, when it comes to Josh Allen, he has to take care of the football. It's a must. No quarterback has more turnovers since 2018 than Josh Allen. You look at the numbers, he has 23 fumbles lost, yeah. 71 interceptions. That's a total of 94 turnovers. Ooh. 94, six shy of 100. In his career since he got into the NFL. Yep. I knew it was a good amount. I didn't realize it was that kind of amount. That's since, vault, that's vault-like material. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, speaking of Josh Allen and turnovers and conversation <laughs> – I don't know if Harry does want to put his hands around the neck of Dan Olowski. But when both of these gentlemen, as NFL analysts, were on Get Up yesterday, <laughs> Harry does is not mince words. He said, hey, Josh Allen, take care of the football. Dan Olowski, he was Mr. Excuse for Josh Allen turning over the football. I think there are three interceptions that I sit there and say, Josh can't have them. Bad decisions, inexcusable. It's one against New England, it's one against Cincinnati, and it's the one right before the half against Denver last week on Monday Night Football. Since week one, there's five of them that, again, are launches on third and long. If you're outside the pocket and launching a go route, it's essentially a punt. I don't really care about it. It's not like that's the decision that lost the game. So I think the whole conversation around, oh, my gosh, Josh Allen and these interceptions that he's throwing aren't actually within context and are way overblown than what the reality of tape says. Freddie, I do not like when people say the long interception on a go route is like a punt because let me tell you why. When the defense is is getting turnovers, the takeaways, I should say, Greg Williams corrected me right. on the sideline of XFL. I said turnovers. He said, well, Harry, you know better. Do we call them takeaways on this side of the ball? <laughs> you sound just like Greg Williams. Greg Williams. Take, when the defense gets takeaways, it's a mental part of that of them seeing that they're getting a takeaway and then their offense seeing that defense getting a takeaway. Right. I think it's a different mindset if Josh Allen and, and, and the Buffalo Bills are punting the football versus him throwing an interception. I think it's also for him good that he's not throwing those interceptions and they should just line up and punt the football because I think for him right. it might be a psyche thing as well too. You mentioned that because I always hate when somebody says, well, that's as good as a punt. It's not. No. <laughs> it's an interception. Not at all. When you throw a ball that deep and the ball's picked off, you've allowed the possession to change. Just because a punt does that, you're already planning the punt. You weren't planning on throwing that interception that deep down the field unless you just love throwing interceptions and love having that on your ledger if you're a quarterback. And I saw the look on your face when he said that because I almost saw the look on my face. Like my eyes turned inward to look at me to say, can you believe he's trying to make excuses for Josh Allen? The good thing with Josh Allen is that Josh Allen is not making excuses for Josh Allen, but they will have no excuse to lose to the New York Jets and offensively challenge team once again because I know what this would sound like if we were talking about Dak Prescott in the same way. I have a great idea what Dan Olowski would have said and not making excuses. He would not have said that that was him trying to throw a punt down the field and made an excuse. He said, Dak Prescott can't do that. So if you're the Buffalo Bills and you're in that spot now where your quarterback knows after throwing an interception each of the last six games, you got moved, you moved on from your offense coordinator. You got brothers of your wide receiver putting out Twitter tweets that he's got to defend. 
You can't go out there if you're the Buffalo Bills at home and lose this game to the Jets on Sunday. You better show out or get put out if you're the Buffalo Bills if you lose that ball game. Uh, 100%. And I will say this also. When Josh Allen throws those interceptions, how many players do you think on defense says, oh, man, here we go again? Oh, my God, I can't even imagine. I don't think you can mesh with existing technology. Here, here we go again. Same old thing, just a different day. So I think it's imperative that he protects the football. I also think it's imperative that Joe Brady, who's now the offensive coordinator, yeah. they become more balanced offensively. They lean on that run game and Dalvin Cook. At some point, can we take Leonard Fournette off pra- practice squad, please? <laughs> can we take him off practice squad? He's a guy that I, I feel like can, pl- can play the game of football at a high level. He's a bigger type running back, so if you need that bruiser, he needs to be available to you to be able to be that kind of player for your offense. And also, I think moving forward, Joe Brady, hey, how was Stephon Diggs involved? Mm-hmm. I want to see Stephon Diggs involved in multiple ways. I want to see him lined up outside. I want to see him in a stack formation as the back guy. I want to see him as the point man. Right. I want to see him lined up in the backfield. I want to see him in motion, getting a speed sweep. I want to see Stephon Diggs being utilized in a multiplicity of different ways like I see other number ones being utilized on other teams. You mentioned that Stephon Diggs talked about the new offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, and how everybody, including Stephon Diggs, will have to adjust. Joe Brady's a hell of a guy. Obviously, he's been here, a guy that we, we're familiar with. You know, it's very unfortunate as far as, like, how this game goes. But, you know, sometimes that's how the cookie comes with guys. I got a lot of respect for Dorsey, everything he has done, especially up to this point. Um, but uh, just like everybody, you know, we got to flip the page. It's a, new, it's a new week, a new guy. You know what I'm saying? Things done a little bit differently, but not too much different. Same schematically. Can't talk too much about it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we're all excited. Uh, we look forward to the game 100%. And, uh, can't wait to get out. We'll see what kind of show the Buffalo Bills will shock. Part of Show Me Something Sunday in the National Football League. By the way, that Jets-Bills game, part of an ESPN Radio NFL doubleheader. Packers hosting the Chargers in Game 1. Jets at the Bills in Game 2. Covers begins at noon Eastern time at select ESPN Radio stations. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Now, within that football game, right, we, right. we also got to think about the Jets' defense and how they've been the kryptonite mm-hmm. for a guy like Josh Allen. He's turned the football over multiple times playing against his defense. And right. you have to look at this matchup when you have Sauce Gardner, right, playing mm-hmm. at the level that he did not only last year but also this year. Right. You have a Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. He wants that football against Sauce Gardner. Right. He don't want to get lost in the sauce. He wants that football against Sauce Gardner. So if you don't get him that football – yeah. It can get ugly now. Yeah, no doubt about that. Let us know. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. You'll hear from Harry Douglas in a couple of seconds, but who has to show you something on Show Me Something Weekend, Show Me Something Sunday in the NFL? Johnny Carl Ray Jr. Hit us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, and at H-Dogs 83 said, the Raiders have to show me something against a better team. With the new coaching regime in place, meaning Antonio Pierce, let's see what they can do. Johnny knows, and he listens to the show, a couple of days ago, I said, we're going to find out about the Raiders, about the playing offense that can actually fight back. They didn't have to worry about that against the Giants. Giants only scored six points. They have to worry about that against the New York Jets. They put up 12 points. It was a field goal. It was like the Rockets of Radio City Music Hall. One, two, three, kick. One, two, three, kick involving the Jets. Now they're going to play a Dolphins team that could be one, three, two, one, two, three, six. One, two, three, six, meaning a touchdown. I can't wait to Johnny Carl Ray Jr.'s point. They're going to actually play an offense that can actually fight back. 
You call him Johnny, I call him Johnny on the spot. He hit it right on the head. <laughs> I want to see the Raiders down in Miami, okay. down in South Beach, where uh-huh. the weather's a little warmer. Right. The humidity is a little different. Okay. I want to see it versus a quality opponent. Okay, so that's one, they, that, that's your show me Sunday. That's that's my thing, one hundred percent, Johnny. Me okay. and Johnny on the same. Me and Johnny on the spot on the same page. Yeah, Harry. Got Douglas. your new nickname, Johnny. Yeah, that's his name, Harry Dells, being a man of the people. Keith in Tennessee on this show me something weekend in the NFL. Who has to show you something this Sunday in the NFL and why? Go ahead, Keith. Sorry, love the show, guys. By the way, um. Definitely uh, Josh Allen has to show me something. I am a big advocate of Josh Allen. I do also feel like uh, Joe Brady has to show me something. We need to see some creativity in that offense, get some running backs involved. I love how you mentioned bringing in Leonard Fournette to kind of help him out to where he doesn't have to feel like he does everything. And uh, to bring up a point from earlier, real quick, um, as a Titans fan, Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, please – Come hit us up about Ryan Tannehill off that waiver wire. <laughs> hey, he, he, Keith ain't trying to hear it in Music he couldn't, City. He couldn't wait to get that out. <laughs> He's like, you Browns and, and Bengals fans, I ain't trying to hear that nonsense when it but, comes to that team. <laughs> but I would say this about the Bills, too, and, and yeah. Joe Brady, right? You know, the creativity, right? It, it has to be more. It has Absolutely. to be more of that tempo, uh, mm-hmm. shifts and motions. And like I mentioned with Stephon Diggs, move, around, move him around. And not just him, other guys too. Like figure out ways to be able to get guys open. Everyone's not Stephon Diggs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you have to scheme up ways to get other people open, you got to do that. It just can't be Josh Allen, go back there and make a play. Hey, find Stephon Diggs. It, it, that can't be the M.O. Now you, you look for your number one guy, right. but at the same time, let the creativity take its course as well. You never go into, and this is just me, you never go into a game and say to yourself, all right, we're going to let the game go to our biggest player in terms of we'll wait for it to come to him. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No, sir. Mm-mm-mm. No, no, If, if no. I got Stephon Diggs, bro, you've seen the ball early. I'm double covered. I really don't give a good you-know-what. I'm going to find a way to get you to football. Because anybody that's a terrific coach, what are you supposed yep. to do? Put your best playmakers in positions to get the ball early, late, and often. And if you're not doing that, then shame on you. Not shame on the guy that's saying, hey, I know I've got more targets than anybody else, meaning Stephon Diggs, and it's not enough because apparently it's not helping our offense by not getting me the ball more, even though I have more targets than anybody else on the Buffalo Bills offense. Look, and you can do that early, man. Screen game. You got to run a run play a call. If you see a defender seven, eight yards off, pick it up, throw him a now. Well, he takes one step and gets the ball right now. There are different ways you can just get the ball in someone's hands right. to, to allow them to touch it. Just You know, sometimes early on, mm-hmm. those receivers, we just want to touch it a little bit. Mm-hmm. We just want to touch that pig skin a little bit. That's all. You we we, we want to be we, we want to be involved. Good thing you said pig skin. You in Paul's category, man. I sure was. Devin Kane had his hand right there to go. Pause. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. You're waiting on me. Uh, we, we all were <laughs> until you saved yourself by saying, in pigskin and not something else. Bilal hit us on Twitter, <laughs> Coleman ESPN, and at HDOCS83 said, the Los Angeles Chargers better show me something by beating the sorry Packers. I'm glad he mentioned the Chargers. Oh, they still, oh, they still playing? Yeah, they, they're still in the NFL. Yeah, that, that lets you know Chargers. they ain't did a damn thing yet this and, year. And, and, That's what I'm saying. And, and I, This is what, another reason the Chargers. And as much as I want to be a Justin Herbert defender, at a certain point, y'all got to step up. 
this can't just be on the coach now. You got to be better in spite of your coach. You cannot rely that Brandon Staley is going to be what you're looking for because he's shown that he taint when it comes to that. He ain't that guy. And if you're Justin Herbert and Khalil Mack and all those Joey Bosa, you got to say, we're going to have to win in spite of our coach. If we have to wait for him, we'll be having another coach in 2024. Well, if they lose to the Green Bay Packers at Green Bay, ooh, ooh. Mm. Ooh, yeah. ooh. Yeah, especially after losing the Lions 41-38. Because aren't they supposed to be a defensive team? Brandon Staley, defensive guy? Supposed him, to be. Asking for a friend. <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's, supposed that's, to be. I, I, I mean, right now he's getting posted up as a defensive coordinator instead Uh-oh. of being posted to be. Who needs to show you something this Sunday in the National Football League? We're calling it Show Me Something Sunday in the NFL. Who better show you something or else? Let us know at 888-729-3776. That is triple eight say ESPN. I'm going to give you another team that if they don't show me something, they could really be in for it in 2023. Keep it here on Freddie and Harry Potter Love Friday on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Love Friday. Hey, it's Greeny, and an unbelievable NFL weekend will give way to the biggest game of the season Monday night. It's the Chiefs, it's the Eagles, it's the Super Bowl rematch, and we'll be the place to get you ready. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. It is Love Friday, Freddie and Harry. I'm Freddie Coleman. He's Harry Douglas together on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. I'll tell you a smart speaker. The play ESPN Radio. We're calling the NFL this week and show me something Sunday in the NFL. We want to hear from you at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. On the Dr. Pepper calling line, who better show you something this weekend in the NFL? From my standpoint, you know who's got to show me something? Josh Dobbs. Quarterback of Minnesota. Feel-good story right now. Maybe the best feel-good story in the National Football League. Been with Minnesota since they got they had a, Kirk Cousins have an injury. They're 2-0. Can he continue against a Broncos defense that has played a lot better lately in the Broncos team, Harry? That's probably played a lot better lately. 
Hey, Josh Dobbs, the national spotlight Sunday night football on NBC. You got to show me something, Mr. Pastor, not got to show me something. Now, I will say this for the Minnesota Vikings, a team that started 0-3. I think with the start that they've had, they're sitting right where they want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think they control everything in front of them if they can just go out there and win. That's part of the reason why, you know, the front office, along with Kevin Stefanski, decided that we need to go out and get a quarterback. And that's why they were able to get Joshua Dobbs. But yeah. he had a phenomenal first two games. Now you're going against a Denver Broncos defense in which the last three or four games have been phenomenal, creating yeah. turnovers. But Joshua Dobbs, I, I, I like where he is as a football player from so a what? physical standpoint and also mental. No doubt about that. Cameron of Kentucky, thanks for hitting us up in the land of bourbon and also the Kentucky Derby at 888-729-3776. Cameron, on show me something Sunday in the NFL. Who has to show you something? Show me something is the Denver Broncos coming off three straight victories against the Pack, Chiefs, and Bills. They have Showtime Sunday night primetime game against the Vikings. Brand new field laid out by Greg Penner. I like to see that Denver D uh, continue with the momentum and show the world that get back to 500 and get back to uh, their winning ways. Yeah, lost in the whole thing, Cameron. You made some great points about how this Broncos team now has an identity. We're going to run the football, not turn over the football. And the defense is starting to look like that defense last year. That was a top 10, top 12 defense. For, forcing turnovers, creating those kind of plays. I like what Cam had to say about, hey, Denver Broncos, show me something on Sunday Night Football versus Minnesota. Yeah, also, you know, Russell Wilson was able to show us the flashes of the old Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. No doubt and, about and, that. And parts of that football game that they just beat the Buffalo Bills on the national TV. Ryan in Michigan, who has to show you something this weekend on Show Me Something Sunday in the NFL? Uh, first of all, thanks for taking my call. I love you guys. Energy is a perfect way to end my workday. Thank you, brother. Uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, Jameson Williams, he's got to show me something. Uh, you know, last season, obviously, didn't see him for a majority of the season. Starts off again on suspension this year, and the most impressive thing we've seen from him so far is blocking. <laughs> Coaching staff keeps talking about, you know, uh, how excited they are to see him progress and start giving them chances. And when passes are coming his way, he's dropping them. Yeah, I would say this about Jamison Williams. He's definitely going to have to start stepping up things a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I understand when it comes to Dan Campbell that he's not going to go out there and just say, hey, we're going to feature Jamison Williams. Their identity is, number one, running the football. Mm-hmm. And then that relationship between Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown – they're not going to dismantle that to make Jamison Williams happy. He's going to have to come along yeah. and do it at a pace in which he can fit in. Yeah, he's got to get along to get along. Let's put it that way. If you're Jamison Williams, especially if you're a top 15 pick by the Detroit Lions, they are expecting a lot more ROI, return on investment, what they have not seen so far. Michael in Reno on the Show Me Something Sunday in the NFL, who has to show you something? The Seattle Seahawks. More consistency on their offense and their defense. The last game they played was absolute bonkers. They should have blew out the damn uh, commanders. They shouldn't have let, let, let them hang around like they did. Yeah, you're 100% right, Michael. I was able to call that game with Roxy Bernstein, and I couldn't help but really be upset at the Seattle Seahawks and how they were searching for the big play all the time. Mm-hmm. But when they went a little tempo, when they started just taking what the defense gave them, yeah. they started to have that success offensively. Geno Smith had some blemishes in that game as well at the quarterback position. Got to be better moving forward because who who they got this week? 
They got the Rams. The Rams already beat them the first game of the year. And then the 49ers and Cowboys after that. I'm glad both of you guys said that about the Seattle Seahawks because even though they're a winning team right now, something's missing. I was not six and three. I was not impressed. I promise you. Yeah, I I can see why. I was watching that game as well. And the commanders weren't doing anything of great shakes, but it seemed like they had them off balance, had them off kilter. And they're a more talented team than Washington Commanders. There's something missing even from that team that is six and three and has a really good record so far after the first nine games. Keep weighing in. Who needs to show you something on NFL Show Me Something Sunday? We take your calls at 888-729-3776. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry Podcast.